listen to That Shit Movie's Quite Good, a podcast where the presenter loves every crappy movie ever made. This podcast is hosted by Graham Crow. He knows a lot about movies and sport and not much about anything else. You'll find him laughing at his own dad jokes on a regular basis. And if you think Gossip Girl is a worthy shit movie, then you're definitely in the wrong place because it doesn't even rank. Watch out for little ears. This podcast can contain strong language and, depending on the movie, adult themes. It may also contain movie spoilers if you're the kind of person who doesn't line up at midnight to see the first session. You can listen in via the website or wherever semi-decent podcasts can be accessed. If there's show notes, which will only appear if the soccer isn't on, they will appear on the website at thatshitmoviesquitegood.com. If we had sponsors, we'd make a big deal of them right here, even throw some confetti. We do have to thank Bombora Digital for the website and Kevin McLeod for the intro music. You can find their links in our show notes. If you want to be one, get in touch. Now onto the shitty movies. Here's your host, Graham Crow. Hi, and welcome to That Shit Movie's Quite Good, uh, the first post-Christmas uh, for uh, 2020. I'm your host, uh, Graham Crow, and welcome uh, Ella today for the again. Uh, movie. Back again. again. Back again. If it's not Harry Potter, it's not good enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you? good Christmas? We had a good Christmas, didn't we? I well, don't know why you're asking me. We live in the same house. Well, we had a good Christmas. I did this to Jay as well. Yeah. No, yeah, it was good. We had a, had a nice breakaway and everything, and we're ready to... Uh, Ready to rock on with a new movie, so let's let's get stuck in. Um, so the movie today it stars Matthew McConaughey doing his best Ragnar Lothbrok impersonation, or he could at least no. look, he could at least <laughs> no. look, could at least look like Ragnar Lothbrok. Uh, Christian Bale, who uh, is in his pre-Batman days, also living in a cave or a castle, and the man who we all love as a as an action star who really should be arrested for crimes against accents. Uh, and that's Jared Butler. Is that the Scottish guy? That's the Scottish no, guy. Wasn't, yeah. So basically, he either does Scottish or American. I thought he was just Scottish. He is. Oh, okay. Well. Or American, because that's how he talks when he's an American. That's Irish. No, it's it's like partially Scottish. <laughs> anyway, today's movie: There Be Dragons. That's my Jared Butler impersonation. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're doing uh, Rain of Fire. Now, this film set in a post-apocalyptic England uh, where dragons rule the skies and the survivors try, are trying to f- find a way of uh, destroying them and retaking the earth. Uh, what I did you think? think? I don't think their main point was to destroy every human. I think they were just eating them. Well, that's right. Because they were yeah. there. They were there. So. That's right. So um, the film basically, it starts in early 2000s, I, suppose, I guess it's it was made in 2002, so it's early 2000s. It's, it's supposed to be. And a young boy walks onto an English building site with no steel cap boots, no uh, hazard vest, and no helmet. Um, safety first. Safety so. first. And goes down a, an, an, a, a lift shaft into what looks like a, uh, a subterranean subway tunnel that they're, dug, that they're digging, um, or a tube tunnel, as they say in England. Um, and a cavity is found and they send him through to find out what's in there and it turns out to be a dragon big dragon um and basically the credits roll from there and we see the world going to fire and everything and then it comes out and we're in what is now 2020 england northumberland up in the northeast of england and it look it actually looks a bit like that as well just not charcoaly um and they're living in it. The survivors are living in a castle, which um, is a pretty good spot. Which is a pretty good spot for <laughs> how, safety. How yeah. they got the castle, we will never know. Well, there's lots of castles up there. 
Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of people in a big ass castle. <laughs> well, that's right, and 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 they're and they're basically survivors. They're they're, they're just basically living out. And they're doing pretty good. They've got their own little farm, and they've got major security. Like they're pretty safe. They're eking out a bit of a life, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're, they're all right. From 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 what we what we can see, but there's a couple of uh, people within that within the group who are um, not happy with their lot. Um, are hungry um, and want to take some of the take some of the food and move on, and he's trying to stop them. But they go out into the. So far, they know that they think that they're the only people that are left because they haven't had contact with well, that's anybody right. yeah, else. They, yeah, they haven't. So the people that want to leave, I guess they they wanted to leave because like they were bored of being cooped up and they were scared and hungry. <laughs> Need it and and just wanted a different. To see lifestyle, yeah. see 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 Something if there was anybody else, else out the there. Something else from the belly yeah. of a dragon, because that's where they were going. <laughs> and before, but actually, before that goes, we have probably my favourite scene in the whole, in in probably the whole film, really. And it's a, a storytelling scene. Um, oh, with the Star where, Wars. Where they're doing that was Star Wars, my and, too. and they're doing they're doing Star Wars, and they're doing it in front of all these small children who are have obviously never seen, seen Star before, Wars yeah. ever because the apocalypse like, hit before. Yeah, but they've probably not actually seen it anyway, yeah. because the expressions on their face when he says, oh, "No, I'm, I'm your, your father. father," they're all like. <gasps> and one of the it's my favorite scene as, as well. One of the little ones goes, "Oh my god, did you make that up?" And the man's like, "Of course I did." So they 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 do they and do all the, the whole parents laugh. They do because they know. Yeah. <laughs> but the the, the the just the expression on those kids' faces like they've they've. It, it was pretty much the same expression that I had on it's my face else. when when I originally saw The Empire Strikes Back, and and I had that that whole no. That's yeah, when you're a child and you didn't see it coming from exactly miles yeah, it was, away. It was really good, but they they these guys um, head out to the um, to the orchards or the, the farming fields and start taking food and stuff, and a dragon. Turns up. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. And uh, tortures basically the whole uh, field of food. That as, everyone as, was surviving on. As, uh, yeah, as long as well as one of the um, the other was one of the sons of the the man that takes his family out. He gets killed also, um, and they drag them back to the castle, and then uh, basically they they hear they. they they send a bird out. They've got a bird that flies out and does spotting and stuff. Yeah, for them. I have no idea what the purpose of the bird was. I think it's just kind of, I don't know. They send it out and it comes back with squawking. If there's yeah. if there's anything, I think that was the whole point. It was of tied it. to the pole the whole time. I know, I know, but they, I think that was the whole point of it anyway. Um, and they get it like a radio transmission, and then this mm-hmm. tank comes over the hill. Isn't there like multiple tanks? No, there's one tank. No, there's more. There's one tank and then a whole pile of armored, yeah. armored, armored. I think cars. that's my my second favorite scene is when the British, the British, the Scottish guy goes, "Oh, worse than dragons, it's the Americans." Sorry to all the five Americans that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> please, please get more to listen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but so they they turn up with this uh, this tank and uh, demand entrance into the castle and. Uh, the only reason that what's this dude's name? I can't actually remember what uh, no, Quinn. The yeah, Quinn. Qu- yeah. Is the, the only reason he let them inside is because the main bald guy that's leading this whole troop of Americans um, has killed dragons before. So that's the only reason that he lets so he, all so, of them inside. So he basically lets them inside to um, 
to hold up for a, for a period of time because they've come from come over from America, they've killed a whole pile of dragons, and they're looking for the um, as we find out later in the movie the male dragon because basically all of the dragons that are around they're like are, fish are, are all female and. They lay the eggs and then he flies around and fertilises them all and then heads back to his home, which is in London. Um, because the dragon that, that Quinn found right at the beginning... that When he was a boy. When he was a boy, um, that when his mother died and, and the people inside the tunnel died, um, was the male dragon. And it's awoken and... It's fertilising all the eggs, basically. So the dragons just keep coming. So they're so they're looking for this, um, looking for this dragon, and he's also trying to recruit um, men to go with them, which Quinn is vehemently against doing because he's trying to make sure that all of the people that are under his under his care are basically safe. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we go. Uh, he basically they. Uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey, who's look, he does look. Uh, he is doing his best Viking impersonation. Is he? He's got a bald head. Well, the, wait, which one's Matthew McConaughey? He's the guy with the bald the head. The American guy. The American guy. I just don't. Oh. He's, he's he's normally in like really cheesy rom coms, yeah, um, and that's a lot of sort of comedy romance type films and stuff. He does the odd occasional action film and he was in a film called the Dallas Buyers Club which is a very good film I know, you should his see character it. was very uncomfortable he always stood way too close to everybody yeah he, he wants to get breathe he wants to get personal mm, space yeah and he's covered in, he's covered in dragon tattoos and yeah he's got a bald head and a crazy bit, eyes crazy <laughs> eyes and a bit of a goatee he's 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 he's, he's seen um, he's seen some things I think yeah. you can tell but by the, the point is Vikings are way cooler than <laughs> rom-com Matthew McConaughey <laughs> Uh, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. So a helicopter turns up as well. I don't know how that... They have a helicopter. Like, it's flying it, and there are flying dragons. How that's do right. You have how do you have a helicopter? It's tiny. It doesn't make any sense. No. But there's some to... French woman. Is she French? No, she's um, she's actually a Polish actress. Oh. Um, Isabella Skorupo, I think her name is. And she was uh, in a Bond film called Goldeneye, hmm. which is... Uh, a really good Bond film, and also a very good N64 game. Uh, so she's the helicopter pilot, and she's flying around with three guys in the helicopter. I think their job is awesome. And they, they have a job that gives them a life expectancy of 17 seconds. Seconds. Yeah. 17 seconds. Um, so they um, they managed to recruit a whole pile of people from, yeah. the, from the castle to go with them. Well, um, their job is to... Um their job is to jump out of the helicopter, and is it to distract the dragons, or to shoot them, or catch them in a net? No, they've on got the they've got like um, they've got like these guns that fire yeah, nets. nets yeah. So they have one that jumps out, and he's like, um, I guess it's like a big game of helicopter Quidditch, mm. um, and he's like the chaser. So he jumps out of the helicopter first, and keeps dropping towards the earth. Until the dragon follows him, and then the other two, and then the other two jump out after, with net, yeah. and basically catch the dragon from yeah. behind. And that in theory that's the plan. It's a terrible um, plan. It's a terrible plan because uh, the the guy that jumps out of the helicopter first pretty much uh, hits the ground at top speed. Straight away. At he terminal does. velocity. The other one of them gets eaten and the and other yeah. one gets eaten. They yeah, they all they, they all, all die. Get eaten. They all die, basically all the three jumpers. Um, but, but it's still did, a cool job. They did get the nets on the wings though, I yeah. noticed, but the dragon gets them off and comes back and kills that's them. That's because they're flimsy nets and it's a Big dragon. 
Um, so they, um, so when they come back, they um, they decide that they're going to go to London because mm -hmm. that's where they believe that the the male dragon is, and they head off uh, with these people that they've managed to recruit from they the haven't, castle. They haven't recruited them. They he basically said, grab all the strongest, fittest men, and you have to come with us. That's right. So he drafted them. Basically. So yeah, he doesn't he doesn't really give them any choice. choice yeah. No, he he. he, he it's a, it's, it's, it is a draft. It's not a, a volunteer mission. Mm. Um, so they head off to London and they're essentially wiped out. Yeah, all except for the um, Matthew McConaughey, and, unfortunately. And the woman and, in the helicopter. And the woman in the helicopter and one random man, but I don't think he makes it back to the castle. No. And the, the dragon comes back, follows them back Follow, to the yeah, castle. Yeah, follows them back. And... Um, basically tortures the entire castle, mm -hmm. killing Jared Butler in the process as well. Yeah. He shuts the door yeah. to go looking for yeah. survivors. Oh, no, upstairs. he doesn't shut it. He runs like, up to go the, look for survivors and then the... The, the force of the flames flame, yeah, shuts, shuts the, the door, door behind them, yeah. yeah. So, so a lot of people died. So a lot of, a lot of people died. Um, and then uh, Christian Bale goes out to London again with Matthew McConaughey to, to hunt the dragon. And the woman. And the woman. Uh, and they they basically hunt and kill the dragon. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's Matthew McConaughey dies in the process. He does like jumping yeah. from what a building and then getting eaten. Yeah, which he climbs, was a really weird way. It's like a giant chimney. He climbs the chimney. Yeah, and he just jumps off with into an the axe. dragon's mouth. <laughs> uh. And they've got these explosive tip arrows that they have to fire into the dragon's mouth which will uh, ignite the fuel that the dragon's got and kill it, basically. And that's, that's the plan. It's mm. not a very well-thought-out plan, but it's the plan nonetheless. And so they go into London and, and they, um, Matthew McConaughey dies. They fire the, arrow in, the arrows into the dragon's mouth and basically it blows up and kills it. Um, so what was, your, what was your impression of the movie? I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Ugh. That's all right. It's live recording. Um, my, uh, so how did you think about it? What did you think about the movie? Um, I liked all the dragons. Like, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, it was kind of funny. It was also very, like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say boring. But it was like... It was a bit formulaic. Yeah, it was for a bunch of dragons yeeting people. And there wasn't a lot of... Crazy, them. like, apocalyptic, you know, events. It, it wasn't very exciting. Um, the, probably the most exciting parts was when the people were jumping out of the helicopters to catch the dragon. Or they were fighting the dragon. And that's it. Like, the rest of the movie wasn't exciting. The rest of the movie was basically them just surviving in the castle, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but they weren't. it wasn't really how much, like you know, the grit and the determination to survive, you didn't really see that because they were in this big castle and they had everything they needed they besides food and they had power and everything. So they, it wasn't really, I don't know, when you see apocalyptic movies, you usually see, like, how people survive the determination of the people surviving to keep surviving, you know what I mean? Mm. So and, it wasn't much of that. And given the time, I mean, I thought the dragons were quite good mm. um, and the way that they... Uh, like, I mean, like the CGI? Or? Yeah, kind of the way they did it as well because you didn't really see the dragons a lot. Yeah. Which gave, I guess, similar to a, 
Jaws, when you when when Jaws starts, you don't actually see the shark for the mm. first half of the movie, because the shark is actually so crappy that yeah. people would laugh at it. But so they build up the tension by not actually showing you the the dragons. I feel in like full. if if they had made it like a more stressful environment for the people to live in, there would be more tension for that time when the dragon comes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's just what I thought. It wasn't very um, like gritty for an apocalyptic state, really. Yeah, well, I think they tried to fix... Well, you can't really make green countryside yeah. dark. I think they've they've kind of done all of that with lighting and... Yeah. Um, and after 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 filming visual effects to make the make the place look uh, burnt out and mm. and the soil destroyed and all of that they've I thought the no s- and I mean gr- gritty I mean like fighting for survival oh you and mean like the tent having like, like like all the other people like looking for food you know, and human for humans. civilization and yeah, food they didn't, they didn't. it didn't it all was all already all right there. So it was kind of like if you're watching like a second movie, like the first movie you yeah, would see them building the civilization and having to protect themselves while they're building it, but it kind of just skips straight to yeah. There was no setup. Everything's was already all there, the, and you're the, good. There was no setup. So it was, was less exciting. The whole the whole setup was yeah. Um, the initial finding the dragon, and then skip and then, to, and then skip straight in without yeah. actually seeing what happens to Quinn. Yeah. After his mother is killed by the dragon. Yeah, and, and finding all these people all and these... having a, you know, like building a base that's safe. Yeah, it's just... So you didn't of, really see that. No, so... Which is a shame. Kind of took that away. Could have, that could have been made it a lot better, I think. Mm. Um, I mean, I thought it was... An, it's an enjoyable movie. It's certainly um, uh, uh, action-packed. The action, once the action starts, it does get in... It does... Mm. It is action packed once it, once the action goes, but it does take seem to take a little bit too long to to get into. Yeah, that. I feel like it's one of those movies. You know, when you watch the trailer and all the good bits of the movie are in the trailer, so you've basically seen the entire movie in the trailer. And yeah, I feel like it's one of those. Yeah, it was a bit like that. I mean, it was good nonetheless. I mean, the th- I think I think I read the film took uh, made made uh, cost twenty twenty something million to make and. That made sixty, so it made a profit, mm. um, which I can see. I mean, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's got like three. At, uh, it's got Matthew McConaughey plus two, the two up and comings in Christian Bale and uh, and Jared Butler, who would go on. Christian Bale would go on to be the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, Questionably, <laughs> one of the, one of the best Batman's ever, and uh, Jared Butler would go on to make a whole pile of uh, American action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, which are also enjoyable, apart from the Scottish accent. Um, uh, and, and quite honestly, it's probably... I think he also went on and made uh, 300. Have you seen that one yet? No. That's a, that's a very good movie. Um, basically, Gerard Butler plays King Leonides mm-hmm. um, and leading the 300 Spartans at oh, Thermopylae. Oh, right, yeah. Um, he basically... Does it with a Scottish accent, so you've got like a bit of Scotland and Greece. Yeah. He he looks and sounds like a Scottish hooligan <laughs> on a cold winter's night at a football yeah. match, shouting the referee's a wanker. But those are better films, and those are the those are what they went on to do. This yeah. is kind of like a the beginning, the, the beginning for them. Yeah. Um, and I, I yeah I thought it was it was it was enjoyable, but not stellar. Yeah. Not not something that yeah, you would... Yeah, I agree. It's something you would you would watch and, like, the, you know, the cover... Ooh, the cover looks amazing and, you know, it sounds really good, but you would watch it and afterwards you'd be like, ah. 
Yeah, yeah I'm okay. glad I didn't pay money at the yeah, cinema. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a straight to DVD or straight to mm. video movie or or straight to streaming. It's not a go see it at the movies. Mm. Although I think seeing at the movies, you would get like a whole different impression of the of the scope of the dragons because when they do that long shot of London, yeah. and you've got all the dragons sitting on all the buildings. Yeah. Um, and then they all take off at the same time. And, it's they're, quite spectacular. Yeah, and they're eating each other. And they're all eating each <laughs> other. And it's because they're hungry yeah. as well. Because they've run out of food. So they're all, you know, the big, the, the male dragon's picking off all the little ones around it to, to, um, to feed because he's, they're, they're starving as well. But that, I think that would be quite spectacular on a big, yeah. on this big cinema screen. I still wouldn't pay for it. But there's probably, you know, that's probably one of the few scenes in the whole film that actually would be worthwhile yeah. seeing it on the big screen for there's not it's not a a film that is in large in scope all of the time so yeah you, you know you're not getting explode like big explosions all of the like every two minutes like you do in some films and you see it on the small screen you go oh that would yeah be good it's a bit underwhelming <laughs> yeah it's a bit underwhelming on the telly but on the for a for a telly movie or a or a straight to or a rental movie it's it's a it's a pretty yeah. good film what else did you... Is there anything else you liked about it? Um, no, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh, I liked that the, um, the main character, Quinn, um, everyone else rode on motorbikes, but Blessing was riding on horses. Quinn had a horse. He had a horse. Don't know what happened to the horse. The horse probably got eaten. Eaten, probably, which is... So... Unfortunate. But I don't know where he got the horse, because there was only one single well you know healthy horse around but so, yeah so basically well after they kill the dragon they um he returns with the helicopter pilot and for some reason there's a romance there that we didn't actually really? <laughs> that we just because she's the only other woman he hasn't seen pretty yet. much it didn't actually like it didn't like this it finishes. It didn't with feel this, romantic because you know they're being eaten by dragons. It finishes with a rom like yeah, it does it? I mean, it finishes with this romance, and it's like, where did that come from? Because yeah. it was it wasn't there at all in the first Whole, except for like the last first hundred and fifty minutes. minutes of the movie. <laughs> first hundred and fifty minutes of the movie, it's not. There's nothing there. It's just like a whole. I'm the helicopter pilot, and, and he's like, "Yeah, cool. I run this place." And I'm, he's like, "Yeah, cool. All right." Let's kill dragons. That's it. Let's kill dragons. And and then at the end, the last five minutes, it's like, oh, we're together. And it's like, oh, I didn't uh-huh. actually <laughs> see any is that the, thing um, in the story to build that up. Yeah, is that the end bit where they're like they're all standing around? What is it like a communication tower? Yeah, they built. They've rebuilt yeah. the communication tower that the dragon ate <laughs> when it when it torched the castle. Yeah. Um, and they pick up a a, a signal from and, the French. From the French. Yeah. Um, and Quinn has, uh, Quinn's, uh, well, he's not his son, but it's a yeah, boy that he's brought up. he's brought him up. Him he's brought, brought him up. Him up. Um, he's, he's, Quinn's put him in charge and he's got the horse and he's, um, he's saying, going, well, what do a, I do? What do I do? speaking French and Quinn's like, don't ask me, I don't speak French. You go deal with it. You go deal with it. So, so however that works. So out. he rides off to speak to the French and, uh. Quinn's got this romance, and I, as I say, I did no not. No idea see, where it came yeah, from. Yeah, no idea where it came from, and yeah, there was a, a lot of things in this film that just kind of it, it seemed. It, it's a two-hour movie, and you can yeah. fit a lot in a two-hour movie, but they seem to fit nothing, nothing into it. Yeah. It was a lot of blank space. Mm. Um, just between, a lot of talking and 
oh, I have no idea what even happened in all that time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a, a little bit disappointing for mine. Yeah. Uh, just there was there wasn't enough to keep you like totally engaged. You could get up and make a cup of tea and come back and, and come back and anything. still still be where you um, yeah. you were ten minutes before. Mm. So yeah, I it, yeah I'm I'm str- struggling to. <laughs> come up with positives. I mean, it yeah. was it was still a positive film. I mean, yeah, it was, no, it was good. It was much better than the Last Witch Hunter. Yes, I agree, definitely even, on that point. <laughs> even though the Last Witch Hunter had more action. Yeah, yeah. The I think some points for the Last Witch Hunter were definitely much more enjoyable than what is it, Rain of Fire? Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. But better. <laughs> Mm. I mean, it had a nice. It did have a nice scene, you know, quite a good scene, I thought, where when when the dragon comes down and tortures that farmer's field, the, the their their field of food. Yeah, that's a great scene. Um, they're all gonna die. They're all gonna die. And these trucks, these <laughs> that's awesome. The, these these trucks turn up with water hoses on the top and guys in their uh, asbestos suits, yeah. uh, hosing back at the dragon to to keep and hosing off the. The, um, the survivors to keep them yeah. alive. It's funny because keep in mind the dragon's like 10 times bigger than these cars so and they're just spraying it with a hose. It's like squirting well, it's a, it's a, an adult with a squeezy it's, gun. It, well, it is, but it's a big, it's a, like a big fire hose on the top of the truck. Yeah. The, the, the only other thing, the only question I had with that is that they've got this fire hose on the back yeah. of this small Hell? truck. Where is the water coming from? Well, yeah, that's what I that's There's what I no mean. There's no water tanks. Have you seen the, the 100? It's where all of the teenagers that have, um, um, is that the the sci-fi one where they come yeah. back to Earth? Yeah, yeah, the Earth is um, not populated anymore and it's like toxic and everyone thinks it's dead. And the teenagers that have um, committed crimes are sent down there to for basically as test subjects to see if the Earth is still livable because their um, spaceship is losing fuel and they're all going to die. What I what I want to see because that's like an apocalyptic movie, well TV series. What I love to see in that is how people survive and like how yeah. they have to interact with each other and how they have to work together and all the gritty survival. Yeah, and, it's more interesting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and how they build up their civilization to actually accommodate to where they are and the surrounding environment, which you don't see in this movie because, yeah, how That's did it. you get water into a truck to spray as like a fire truck and how did you build these high security that no one could get into when literally everything around you is barren? There are no cities, yet you have like high security tech gates on a really old castle. Yeah, I think those guys have been before. Yeah, that, right? how did you build a, a society? How, where did all the people come from? How yeah, did you was... get them there? You didn't see any of that. Like he talked about saving people, but you didn't see any of it, which kind of cut a big enjoyment out of the movie, I think. Because if it's a survival apocalyptic movie, you want to see how people survive in that environment. With dragons, but you didn't see that really. No, that's and that, I think that's that's really what was lacking from from the movie mm. in on a whole was that whole middle section where you where you, where you see everybody come together and you see see Quinn say, rescue people and bring yeah, them into his it's community. It's not all just glamorously fighting dragons it's, and rescuing people. Like it would have been hard, and it would it would yeah. It's like they had this idea. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have a dragon. We're gonna we're gonna find a dragon and it's gonna wipe out humanity, and then we're gonna see we're gonna jump to here, and see what happens when humanity take the earth back. Yeah. But we're not gonna actually see 
how humanity fought how, back, how, how they, they built everything. How they started to fight back. You didn't see any of that. Yeah, that, and I think it could have been a... Which would have made it so much and more And they could exciting. have done it in the same amount of time. Yeah, well, because you would have cut out all the useless talking parts or him sleeping in his bed that we got to see like 50 times. Yeah, it would have, and it would have been so much better. Yeah, it would have it would have been more interesting, and they certainly could have yeah they certainly could have done it in in the two hour time frame that they yeah. had made them. Just had it as like maybe recaps, you know, when someone's thinking about Flash, something. Flashbacks. Yeah, when he's laying in his bed and there's just nothing. Instead, maybe have it as flashbacks to like him. Well, they they did that, um, uh, and uh, in a, in a film that Phil and I reviewed, uh, just the last the last film that we did, Highlander. They did that yeah. quite a lot, and uh, the film the film was the same amount of time, um, and they would just have um, a camera would would close in on his, on, his, on, the, on the main actor's face yeah. and it would roll up and it would roll up and as the screen rolled up it would turn into 15th century Scotland yeah. and you would see how, how as, a, as a, a young Scottish man or a young immortal how he got to that point and they did it in like two to three minute flashbacks yeah. see, even, through that period even of that time. would have been made the movie so much better because you would have got to see how it happened and how he... I don't know, survived, said survived so many times. But it would have given you an idea of how the society functioned and how he built it all. And if he was, like, even if there was threats to his ranking, because he, he leads everything when he's there. But obviously there are people that disagree with how he does things because people would be angry. They would have lost their homes. So yeah. how did he get to his spot in the ranks? Another thing I would have liked to have seen and is is a bit more of... of uh, Matthew McConaughey's character in the film. Yeah, because it just says that he's troubled and he's he's gone all paranoid and what is it? He's got he's like cracked a little bit. He's gone a little oh, bit insane. Oh, he's been he's been hunting dragons for 20, 20 years. Yeah, but you don't see any of the terrible stuff that has happened to him to make him to that make way. him that way. So you, all you just see is this crazy dude. You yeah. can't feel much sympathy for him, or you can't really understand his character because. You don't see any of that. It doesn't give you the slightest recap of anything. So but he, he just looks like this crazy man running around. He doesn't really have a big part in the film no. either. It's like he's he's like the on on the on the on the cover of the of the DVD. He's the like the main actor. You got him and Christian Bale as the headline actors, mm. and but he's it's, hardly it's, there. and it's all he's hardly in it. And yeah. it, and I think if they the, dived into his character a bit more, and the, yeah, and the bits and the bits that he uh, that he is in aren't aren't really that meaty. Mm. Either so it's it's it, it it as you say it doesn't give you any empathy for him for yeah for the, so when he dies you're just like oh yeah okay he was eaten by a dragon that's what are a they going to do what's 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 Quinn yeah, going to do what's, now what's he going to do so you understand that to make someone see so many horrible things and to lose a whole bunch of people makes them go a little bit insane you don't get to see any of that in his character and that would probably make you empathise with him more. But you kind of have this disdain for him, don't you, when he comes in and he, like, oh, he's rolls not... in on his tank and he bosses everybody around. He's, he's an American. He's, he's rude. And you're kind of like, ugh. It's, but it's, you don't understand it, his, his background. His part has been... It, it, his part has well, that, seems to have been... Well, isn't an English movie? His, so obviously the American part is the... the the bad people. <laughs> his the, the, his part has pretty much, I think, been written by an English person. Yeah, on, that's what on, I thought. On, I was like, on, it's definitely written by English people. <laughs> on on their impression of the god, oh my god, the bloody like, Americans. That's yeah, like how the um, the Scottish dude was like the only thing worse than dragons, the Americans, and I was like, yep, yeah, someone that was definitely English wrote this. <laughs> and 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 he does play to that whole perception of yeah. 
that English perception, and that's the way he's written. The character's yeah, written. He's just written as this uh, arrogant, uh, aloof American general who's you know speeds who's, around with all these mechanical things, and the English guy's just on a horse, you know, making like farming and making food and saving his people, and this American guy's going and sacrificing all of his men just to kill a dragon, and you're kind of like, oh. And 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 he's okay. kind of doing his best Colonel Kurtz performance. Um, Ella probably won't know who Colonel Kurtz is because I. <laughs> I'm not going to let her watch that movie yet. What but movie is it? It's Apocalypse Now. Oh, no. Um, and basically Colonel Kurtz is this uh, American general in Vietnam who has gone crazy and is basically killing not only his own people but the, the Vietnamese. And uh, uh, another uh, officer is sent up the river, Captain Willard, uh, to find him and assassinate him. Mm. Um, and you get more from uh, the portrayal of Colonel Kurtz in the five minutes that he's on screen and more idea of what he's like mentally and mm. emotionally and in that five minutes from 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 that particular actor to then you do from the whole film that Matthew McConaughey is in, yeah. even though it's a similar kind of yeah. similar kind of character. So you know, like he'll beat someone up without like he could get beaten up, he could break his nose and he could be bleeding and he wouldn't feel a thing because he would be in so much rage and pain. Like the way that he's just shut off when that happens, you think there would be a little bit of, you know, delving into how he became that way, but there's just nothing. Yeah, as as I say the whole the whole film has a start and an end, but no middle. Yeah, no middle. Um, it's like the guts are missing, and all which, you get is the shell. Which was which was disappointing. So, on that note, um, what kind of score? What's our ranking system? Like ten, like absolute best movie would watch constantly. One. Yeah, we're doing one, we're doing one to ten because okay. we always, we always do one to ten, but. Um, and five is like, eh. Five, five is like, meh. And I can't remember what we gave the last Witch Hunter. I think we might have given, you might have given it a one and a half and I gave it a six or something. No, I think I like, I don't even remember. Um, so it's definitely better than the last it's Witch Hunter. So, um, <laughs> on, a, on a scale of one to ten dragons. Uh, um, probably a five and a half. Because it was meh, but it was also enjoyable that I was able to stay awake. Yeah, I think so. I think if if we were talking about the whole um, the the action side of things, the the two parts. If you take the two parts as a whole and forget the middle bit, mm. the 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 action bit at the end and the beginning. Just I say th- you're going to give it an eight. We already know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give it an eight. I'm not going to give it an eight. But I, I would I would say if, if if you if you rated it on that, you'd get a solid seven. Out of those, I think with the middle bit and the fact that it's just lacking in any kind of um, de- story development, yeah, um, it probably drops it down to a five, five and a half. Yeah, well, I think I, I think it's a five and a half because it's all like I love apoc- apocalyptic movies. I love I love seeing all of that. You love like, the end of the world, I, basically. Yeah, I, it's awesome. Like it's good to see how people in new environments will have to adapt themselves and survive. But in this, there was just... They already have all this stuff. They've got this beautiful farm. They've got this secure castle. They're set. They've got weapons. They've got, you know, like... They've got everything they need. Tanks and army trucks and fire... Oh, it was... They've, they've got everything they've got they everything need, need except a life, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and yeah, so I, I, but I would the build-up would have been the build-up would have been better. Much better. So yeah, I, I, I would say a five and a half um, as it is. If it was just the end and the beginning, or oh, the beginning and the end, maybe a seven. Seven what do you mean the beginning and the end? Like, like if you cut out all of the rubbish in the middle. <laughs> so it'd be like a two-minute movie. It'd be a, it'd be like a twenty-minute movie. It'd be a short film, but I would say yeah, definitely a five and a half. Yeah. Still, still watchable again if there's nothing else on. I don't think I'll watch it again. But, but... you know, it's that's it's it's not a it's not the best film ever. No. So, thanks for joining me again, and Ella. Yeah. Thanks for being on again. Thanks for having me back. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll pick something a little bit more fun next time. Yeah, we've still got to find a movie that I'll actually watch. Like. <laughs> You've got to pick something. So far, on the, this is the second episode I've done, and so far I've been a naysayer to everything. Oh, that's all right. You're allowed to naysay. It makes it more interesting. So. Yeah, well, you stick up for the movies all the time, and I, someone has to bring them down a little bit, so I'm going to be that person. Oh, I, you I, and I, Phil would jabber on about some shitty movie that is actually bad, and you would bring it up to the level where, oh, actually, no, I think it's quite good. Oh, I didn't. I didn't this time. I didn't this time. I think this time it was a, It was definitely a... Except for that seven you were about to chuck in there. Uh, well, I was un- only because I was discounting the middle section and taking the end and the beginning. the middle section was in the movie. There was a... <laughs> <laughs> That's what made it two hours long. <laughs> Pretty much. And ten cup of teas. <laughs> well, and without actually breaking. Didn't miss a thing. Didn't miss a thing. So thanks for joining us again on That Shit Movie Was Quite Good. Uh, Tune in next time uh, for the next episode. We'll see you then. You've been listening to That Shit Movie's Quite Good. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If there's a movie out there you want me to watch and review instead of mowing the bloody lawn, please, dear God, send me an email. No, I really do it. Now, just, just make one up.